so much for joining me today i really appreciate you coming on for our podcast and uh our producer profile here um you know i want you to tell us all about uh, arizona grazed and you know i think a lot of people are excited to learn about it so uh, if you just want to start off you know introduce yourself and give us a little history and background of arizona grazed and how it all started okay uh my name is tim peterson um in arizona and the name of our company is Arizona Grass Raised Beef. And uh, I started this company about 12 years ago. Uh, was in the ranching business and realized that ranching wasn't as lucrative as I needed it to be. Saw that there was a need for uh, people wanting to know where their food is coming from. Uh, started looking around at farmers markets farmers markets were popping up and then of course i noticed you know stores like sprouts and whole foods and kind of realized that there was a uh, movement underway uh for local local grown beef so uh just definitely didn't want to do you know a grain-fed product there's plenty of uh large commercial packing companies doing that and uh, decided that wanted to go a healthier route and uh, really did a lot of research and just realized that grass-fed beef was, was uh, the business that I wanted to pursue. Um, so uh, we did a couple farmers markets and we were actually the first uh, small local beef company in Arizona to get on with a company called Natural Grocers uh, we were the first grass-fed beef company in Arizona to get on with a, uh, a distributor. And uh, we would ship our cattle down to the University of Arizona where they had a processing plant. And then we would ship it up to Phoenix for further processing and packaging. That became very labor intensive. And as we grew, I realized that uh, for me to control quality and control you know, what we were doing that we needed to have our own plant. So I, uh, after a few years, I, uh, I got a, a, an old uh, packing plant up in Yavapai County and remodeled it and got the USDA involved. And we've been in that plant now for almost 11 years. Very nice, very nice, what a, what a story. Um, I, you know, of course, being on a producer profile, uh, Arizona Grass Raised, one of our uh, AGA certified members. Um, could you could you talk a little bit about how um, you know the standards, the significance of the standards, um, how that affects you know animal health, land health, product quality, um, and gives you the products that you're so proud of today? Well, I mean the the greatest thing about uh, American Grass Raised Beef Association is it's a third a third party verification program. And, you know, as, as this ranch to table, farm to fork to, you know, gate to plate movement has progressed over the last decade, there's a lot of, you know, people making a lot of claims and uh, claims are, are what they are. And there's a lot of 
claims that I don't think are necessarily true. So I really, uh, I really uh, embrace the fact that we could have a third party, uh, you know, organization, you know, confirm and verify our, our claims. Uh, I, ha I actually have quite a few companies that uh, want to see our certification every year. And they think that it's a, it's a viable uh, organization as well. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just accountability and, uh, getting back to the consumer, you know, the thing I hear a lot from consumers is that, you know, there's just a lot of, uh, I guess, can I say that, can I say BS <laughs> in our, in our food today, you know, and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with labeling and, and the customers can certainly appreciate the fact that, you know, we have, we have a third party verification program and it's not just us talking about our beef and you know what our what our beef how our beef are raised it's you know there's 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 a verification program in place and uh we we think that's important so do our customers thank you very much for the kind words about aga um if anybody's thinking about becoming an aga certified member um, an AGA member, feel free to go to our website at americangrassfed.org. You can hit join AGA at the top right of the website, um, and that'll help you get started on your way towards your uh, certified membership. So, you know, to talk a little more about your farm, uh, we, we recently did um, a Taste of America campaign where we talked about, you know, how people's, you know, their region, the, the native grasses that are growing there, how that all has an impact on their end product, and it makes it unique to their region. Right. So, you know, what, what does it mean for the, you know, the, the species of cattle that, that you raise to be able to forage for the, you know, the naturally occurring grasses that are in your region? And how does that contribute to the uniqueness of your beef products at the end of the day? Yeah. Well, the great thing about Arizona, uh, especially where, where our ranches are, uh, we ranch close to 200,000 acres. Uh, most I mean, a large portion of land in Arizona is, is federal land and state land. So we have huge, you know, grazing leases out here. Uh, so, you know, the elevation on our ranches can range from 2,500 feet up to, oh, 55, 5,600 feet where, you know, different grasses are growing. Uh, that gives us the ability to rotate cattle in the winter and the summertime but in Arizona, you know, we don't have snow. We have snow in the northern part of the state. And we don't get so much snow that, you know, cattle can't stay on, you know, the same ranch. But where we ranch in the mid, the middle part of the state, and the lower part of the state, we have cattle that are on pasture, uh, wide open rangeland all year round. Uh, I think, I, I think it's, it's wonderful not to have to grow hay all spring and summer and then feed cattle hay, you know, which is kind of a, a dead plant that's been baled up and, you know, all winter long, you've got to feed these cattle. Where in Arizona, the cattle graze, you know, 300, 300 plus days a year, they're exposed to sunshine in the outdoors. And uh, that's kind of our grazing program. We can rotate cattle to lower desert ranches, to upper desert ranches. And a lot of people think of the desert and they, they think of the Sahara Desert. I had some cousins get off the plane in Phoenix back in the 1970s, and they wanted to know where the sand dunes were. And, you know, Arizona has what's called the Sonoran Desert. And in the Sonoran Desert, 
people would be amazed at the grass that grows here when it rains. Uh, we have a, a, a grass called fillery and, and uh, it grows in the wintertime and it grows in the summertime. And it's very high in protein and, it, and, and the cattle do really well on it. So sometimes people will say, well, is your, is your beef certified organic? And I say, well, no, it's better than organic. It, our cattle come off of thousands and thousands of acres of wide open rangeland that, uh, you know, th there are fences here and there, you know, to define pasture areas, but they're exposed to the sunlight and the rain and the wind and the, the, the you know, the water and the sunshine all year round. And, and we think that makes for a, a great, a great uh, beef product, grass-fed beef product. Just the way it should be. And, uh, you know, speaking of your great products, I know you guys also do sausages and you have a big, a big uh, emphasis on, you know, using pronounceable ingredients, keeping it simple. Can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, the philosophy behind using those simple ingredients and, you know, the sausages you guys make as well? Sure. Well, you know, eight years ago, uh, I built a USDA inspected commercial kitchen and we started taking the marrow bones from the cattle and making bone broth. And so we ship grass fed, grass finished, you know, beef bone broth all over the country. Uh, then we started making uh, tallow out of the fat and the suet. And uh, of course we sell that direct to the consumer. And, and now we're seeing an interest uh, from a lot of restaurants that want that pure grass-fed, grass-finished beef tallow uh, that we make in our kitchen. And then, you know, we researched about 400 beef jerky companies in America, and every one of them had brown sugar, organic sugar, 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 preservatives, and nitrates. And uh, we're really just trying to do things the way great-grandma did it, you know, 100 years ago. And... Uh, so we make a beef sausage uh, that has, uh, you know, spices in it. And all the spices are certified organic. And then we just took that beef sausage and, and evolved that into three different types of formed beef jerky. And then we make three different types of uh, whole muscle beef jerky. In, in the grass-fed world, it's, it's hard to really control that carcass score, you know, in the commodities world, uh, you know, in a feedlot scenario, you know, you can punch out 1,300 pound steers all day long and they're going to grade at this and they're going to score at this. Where grass fed cattle that come off of thousands of acres of rangeland, uh, you know, they, they don't always have the greatest marbling. You can't really control that because they're, they're grass fed, grass finished animals. And so we wanted to have a place where we could send the primals that were maybe not marbled up quite, quite as much. And that would be your ribeye and your New York and your rounds. And so we started making jerky out of it. And I figured let's do, I've always wanted to do something different and I don't want to do what everybody else is doing and load it up with sugar and nitrates and, 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 and all the stuff that, that uh, uh, is proven to kind of not be too good for us. Well, I believe that, I believe that the most important uh, phrase in food today is I want to know where my food is coming from and I want to know exactly what's in it. And if you look at the paleo and the keto and the carnivore diets, I mean, they're growing at a rate of over 30% a year. And um, 
we just we just noticed that our customers there's there's just a large demand for really clean simple products so like our new york strip beef jerky is is just simply it's simply grass-fed grass-finished uh beef with salt it's as simple as that that's the way the ribeye is made uh the sausages are organic seasoning the formed uh jerky is all organic and that's it there's nothing else in it real real simple ingredients and and uh, we also do a uh, pet treat that utilizes the organ meats and uh we're just finding that there's a there's a growing growing market uh for customers to just want simple ingredients and healthier ingredients and they and they want to know what is in their food and they want to know who's putting it in their food and they want to know who's growing their food and that's 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 primarily what our motto is and and for those that are close enough to you to truly you know be able to even maybe come out to the ranch and shop directly from you and really you know know the area that it's coming from um, obviously that's a great thing for them to be able to take advantage of but for those that are further away you know, um, with the amount of direct to consumer that you do, do you see that that AGA certification makes a difference in the way that your customers really see your product? And do you feel that you're benefiting from that in terms of the value you're able to demand? Sure. I mean, uh, again, we just get back to the accountability and the claims. I mean, I mean, it's just, I find that the consumer is, is becoming uh, kind of weary of what, our federal government, you know, allows manufacturers of food to put on their labeling, uh, you know, products of America and all that fun stuff. Uh, uh, so, you know, American Grass, uh, Grass-Raised Beef Association, Grass-Fed Beef Association just offers that level of accountability. And usually when people ask me, well, how do we know these cattle are grass raised? And I explained to them about our, our third party AGA program. Um, that's, that's the end of the conversation. They, they seem to have a sense of comfort uh, just knowing that we're, that we're affiliated with, with an organization like that and that we are willing to take the time to hold ourselves accountable to the, you know, the product that we're serving them. What would you say are some of the, you know, just because I, I see the frustration about it within you, what, what would you say are some of the, the worst examples of, of bad labeling practices that we've seen, you know, in, in our food system? Yeah, well, I think the one, the one is, uh, you know, this, this uh, product of America. I mean, you can uh, slaughter cattle in South America and Mexico and, and you can uh, break them into, uh, you know, quarters or primals ship them into America and further process uh, those cuts or that ground beef. And you can slap a, a product product of America label on there. Uh, in Arizona, we have a, a, a logo that was created by our Arizona Department of Revenue. That's called Arizona Grown. Well, Arizona Grown doesn't really mean Arizona Grown. There's a, there's a JBS plant here in Arizona and and because the cattle are slaughtered in Arizona, they could come from Timbuktu. Uh, but as long as they're slaughtered in Arizona, they can use that Arizona grown logo. Uh, if those cattle came from Mars, and, but they were fed corn that was grown in Arizona, uh, you can use the Arizona grown logo. So we don't use that logo. And, and, and you know, we, we, uh, we know that 
85% of our protein in this country comes from four packing plants and only one of those packing plants is completely American owned. Uh, consumers are learning this. We, we, we saw food security issues uh, back in the COVID days and, and uh, customers uh, turned directly to ranchers and directly to local farmers for their food. Uh, and, and they'll do it again. And, and people aren't stupid. They, they, you know, God bless the internet. We can become pretty educated. We can do, we can do a lot of research on the internet. In fact, people ask me, what's the difference between a grass fed and a grain fed? I go, you know, I'm a cattleman. I don't talk negative about anything. It's all, it's all the cattle business, but do your research and you can, you can do a lot of research on the internet and figure out, you know, what it is you want to feed your family. But at the end of the day, you can also realize that there's a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors in our labeling systems because the business of food has become all about one thing, making money. We don't sell in with, we don't sell to retailers anymore. We don't market to retailers because retailers are worried about one thing. They're not too impressed with the story and the hard work that we put into our ranches and raising our cattle. They're really worried about one thing and that's, that's you know, margins. And that's great if that's what they wanna be about. But the, the American consumer is a little smarter than that. And we, we, we are growing every year and we have people that call us all the time and, and thank us for being, you know, accountable and, 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 um, and, you know, being able to, they can call me on the phone and talk to the rancher and talk about the food. They can talk about the AGA. Uh, we have, we're one of the only ranching operations in the Western United States that has our own USDA inspected plant. Uh, so we are very vertically integrated. Uh, we're really the only true company that's that's um, ranch to table. We don't ship our cattle off to another processing plant. When you buy our beef, you know it's grass-fed, grass-finished. It's free of growth hormones. It's free of antibiotics. It's third-party verified. It's USDA inspected. And we did it all under one roof. And that's the same with our bone broth, our tallow, and our beef jerky and our dog treats. So... And, it, you know, and it's not, I mean, because you guys are doing a phenomenal job in, in, in the methodologies, but I think, you know, even past raising them, it, it goes a step further. I mean, I was, I think I saw on your website stuff about you guys doing dry aging, right? After you're, you know, doing butchering, is that correct? You, you're able yeah. to take additional steps for quality there? Yeah, because, because in my humble opinion, the best grass-fed beef in Arizona is not a 900-pound steer. It's a 1,400 pound, four to six year old cow. And uh, I did a lot of research on how grass fed beef is done in Europe and how beef is done in Europe. I've had the privilege of having a couple meat cutters that are from New Zealand and Italy. And uh, we, like, we like to have some marbling in our beef. It gives it flavor. But when, you, when you're processing cattle that are four to six years old, they're a little, little more on the tough side. So the dry aging brings that tenderness back and it also uh, brings in a, a, a little different flavor profile that our customers have actually love. We, we can barely keep ribeyes in stock, you know? So, uh, but yeah, the dry aging is, is, is a big part of what we do. We have our own dry aging cooler and all of our middle meats are dry aged for 38 days because 
again, grass-fed beef, people kind of, yeah, well, it could taste a little gamey or it's a little tougher than commodities meat. Well, yeah, that's that can be true, but there are lots of techniques that can be used um, to to help that grass-fed beef, you know, compete and and make it more palatable for the customer. Now, you do a lot of direct to consumer. I know you said you're not, you know, interested in selling into retail anymore. Um, you know, in terms of the ways that benefits the consumer and the flexibility it offers them, you know, no subscriptions, no type of, you know, they can come to you and order straight from their farmer whenever they want. Um, you know, how, how do you see that as a benefit for the consumer? Well, it just seems like uh, more and more consumers are shopping online. Uh, you know, boy, I mean, uh, you know, times have changed and COVID had a big, a big uh, say in that people, I don't know, think a lot of people really realize that they could order great quality beef protein uh, online. A lot of the online uh, companies out there, they, they source their beef and they source the pork and they source the lamb and they source, you know, the different proteins. Uh, people ask me all the time, are, are you going to do pork? Are you going to do uh, chickens. Nope. We, we do grass fed beef. That's it. And that's all it'll ever be. And I think people appreciate that. And they appreciate the fact that they can talk to their rancher on the phone and just COVID kind of people woke up one day, went into grocery stores and saw empty shelves and uh, they turned to the, they turned to the internet. And I think our internet business probably almost doubled in the year 2000 and 2000, 2021, 2020, 2021. And uh, so, you know, uh, the more and more people realize that you can order good quality beef from Arizona, an Arizona rancher, and it's from Arizona and it's not from New Zealand. It's not from Uruguay. I, I don't care where you buy your grass fed beef or, or if you, if you buy it from Uruguay or New Zealand, I'm not saying anything good or bad about it, but I just know that people want to know exactly where their food is coming from. And I think that's, that's, that's a really, really important uh, factor for customers today. And they, they're realizing that the only way they can get that accomplished is uh, by buying uh, direct from the rancher. So for those that want to learn more about, you know, Arizona grass raised products and uh, you know, what you guys have to offer over there, what's, what's the best place for them to get some more information on that? Okay, so our website is www.azgrassraisedbeef.com. And uh, my phone number is at the bottom of that website. It says for questions, text Tim. And if people have questions about our cattle and about our ranches and what we do, they can text me. And if it warrants a phone call, I have no problem with getting on the phone because that's our that's, that's what I want to project. I want to be able to talk directly to our customers. Uh, and I talk to people all over the United States. We ship all over the United States. And sometimes it takes time, but it's, it's great to get that feedback and, and be in tune with your customers like that and, and talk to them about what we do. We take a lot of pride in what we do. We've got, a, we, we, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not really a job. It's, it's almost about seven days a week, <laughs> but, uh, but it's a it's a great it's a great business to be in feeding people uh, good good healthy food. Absolutely, Tim. One of the most important jobs in the world, I'd say. 
Now, um, yeah. anything you'd like to leave us with, obviously, you know where you can get a hold of Tim. Uh, call him right, right up if you need something. Send him a text. Um, obviously, to go check out their website and all the cool things they have to offer over at Arizona Grass Raised Beef. Um, you know, any, any words you'd like to leave folks with? Well, uh, you know, support your local rancher and your local farmers. And, uh, you know, for sure, uh, support farm farmers or I mean ranchers that are third party verified you know and and the uh, the American Grass Raised Beef Association is I think is one of the most credible credible third party verifiers in the state and if you if you're after grass fed beef you know uh look for that logo and I and I want to thank you for taking the time to uh let us talk about what we do and and you know and and our our third party program and our ranches and our our slaughter plant, everything we do. I, I just appreciate the, the fact that you take the time and, and uh, you know, talk to us about this and help, help us promote what we do. Appreciate it's it. Absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure, Tim. We are, we are here to stand with our members and uh, lift them up as much as possible. So thank you for taking the time. All right. Take care.